This morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you very much, Alliance. I got an email from a guy that said, speaking of sports, John, hearing you're changing your sports lifestyle, getting your cubbies gone, uh, just to let you know the Phoenix Rising are continuing their playoff run, so... Think about that. And I'm like, what does that have to do with sports? Well, maybe you'd, uh, you know. <laughs> you know, there's zero sports uh, attached to the Phoenix Rising. That's a. I was going to say, you're going to wind up at a sleeve by the time this is all done. I'd rather end up at one of those uh, drag brunches every Sunday than go to a <laughs> Rising game. No offense to the Rising, except for I don't care about you at all. And except it's more entertaining. You know, people who like it go like at the it. the drag show? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's more sporting. And a whole lot more manly than soccer. God, people hate when I do that. Football is life. Life is football. I got an email from a girl who was at the show Friday, and she said her and her husband were walking down the stairs, and those same punk kid, college kids, bowed up and pushed her husband. You want to go? Come on. You want to go? And, you know, in the heels is Tina Turner. I did, you have that moment where you're like, oh, I just want to clean you up. Uh, You walk away. But what I really wanted to do was walk back to him. After all the seminars at Tactical Black and all the things of de-escalation, I wanted to walk back to him and going, what's your end game here? I'm not fighting you. You've got six other guys here. It's the stupidest thing in the world for me to pick. I might beat your ass up. And this other kid behind me has a gun or a knife. Yeah. But when he started screaming the homo F word at me, and you don't know what I am. You don't know who you're interviewing right now. You don't know me. Maybe I'm a gay guy who can't hear that word one more time without losing it. And I happen to have a gun. Uh, maybe I go back over later dressed as something else and he doesn't know and I off him. You don't know what you're doing when you're mouthing off like that. This punk prick and evidently doing it to a lot of people. You just want to go back and go, hey, well, you, you, you stop it. You're going to end up hurt. Or you're going to end up in jail. This is the dumbest night of your life. And you think you're... You th- and his big Late win... Late night fights rarely go yeah. out. You no. know, rarely are you getting a trophy or a... You get a nothing. Yeah. You either beat up... Jail time. You either beat up a dude in a dress. By the way, hate crime. Yep. Screaming that out. You're going to jail. Or you get your ass kicked by a dude in a dress. Like, badly, by the way. And then you got that on your resume. Where's the win? And so the Looking best for stories to tell, look, man. I'm I need a drunk to night. Uh, thank the Ackermans and the folks at uh, ReactDefense.com for having it drilled into my brain that I'm the winner of that. Even though he and his friends are like, "Yeah, that's right, walk away." <laughs> that was his big win was to challenge people, knowing that no one's ever going to fight him, and then he's the baddest dude on the hill. But you just sit and think to yourself, I wanted to wander over to him, and go, "Hey, I'm a cop," which you can't do, but I wanted to, and just say. You can't go screaming that stuff. You don't know what you're doing. You're, you're downtown Phoenix, and this is a concealed carry state. You, you don't know who you're pissing off. You don't. You don't. It's not worth it to do what you're doing right now. And again, 
To the pussy. The thing we exactly. That's we what would happen. Screaming yeah. that too, and we're, we're, we're up at the thing when we do those de-escalation drills. The first thing we do, you know, you train the people for two hours to learn how to walk away from stuff, learn how to avoid something, and when you can't avoid something, learn how that works, and go through all the motions of this. And uh, well, then we put them to the test with a real scenario in a fake bar, and like ninety percent of them end up failing. Like this guy wants to fight. Where's my fight? Just leave. Because every time the guy that's about to fight you, the one that's biggest mouth, his friend is right behind him with a knife or a gun to make sure that his buddy doesn't get beat up too bad. And I know that. I could have wandered over there and started a fight with this kid with six buddies around him. I don't know what they've got. They're, they're awfully confident for some reason. So I got to thank the guys at Tactical Black for even drunk. My buddy Marty turns around and he's like, what? I'm going to leave him. Leave him. We're winning by walking away from this. Not besides my heels. I got beat up from the chick from Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Hocus Pocus and Sarah Jessica Parker beat the tar out of me. <laughs> yeah. I, we're winning by leaving this alone. My feet are killing me. These heels are murder. I don't know if it was in uh, one of the John Wicks, but the, the father, the crime boss, yeah. said to his son, his son said, I'm, I'm the biggest badass there is. Yeah. And he's like. There will always be a bigger badass. It has nothing to do with size either. No. It, it, but he was just saying, eventually, there's someone that's nope. better than you. I'll tell you right now. You go up to React Defense uh, in Glendale and talk to uh, their head instructor and uh, the superstar up there is Tony Sprague. Dude, he's gotten a little bigger recently because he's put some bulk on. He's probably about 160, 170 pounds at his peak, maybe. Uh, looks Average Joe, you would have no clue if you bowed up to that guy and pushed him in a corner. He's smart enough not to do it. He will whip your ass so fast, and you would look at him as a scalp the second you saw him. If you were a guy looking around to fight someone, like, I'll take this dude right here. He will kick your ass all over a room. All over a room. I wish he would have been there. Oh, he would have walked away, too. He'd have known. You'd be looking at your trach in his hands. I just don't understand the mentality of somebody that does that to strangers. I've never gotten that. Like a homeless guy, they they're out of their minds. They make screamy noises, and you know. But man, you're at you're begging for trouble, begging for it. It was so weird, and, and evidently from people who were there saying, "Hey, he got he, he was barking at everybody coming down the stairs. He was looking for something. He'll end up in a box. He'll end up in a little box. And you know what? Good riddance, because uh, you were raised wrong in the first place. So long, stupid. But standing downtown, Phoenix. Screaming the homo f word and pussy at everybody that walks by, you're going to catch the 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 breaking moment of somebody's life, especially drunk. You're in U of A territory, bro. <laughs> right? It was downtown U of A. So bad, so bad. Uh, and then I got an email from Aiden, our trans listener. Would have never known. I met Aiden on Friday. Met him. Would have never known. Awesome. It's an awesome dude. Said good morning, HMS. Got to tell you. What a cool show it was to see my first event seeing your band perform, and I guess I've been missing out. I had a good spot up front at the bar, right side, met a couple of very interesting characters as well. And to the woman uh, who I met at the bar, I didn't know what the hell you were dressed as, and then you told me you were a Wendigo skinwalker. And I thought to myself, geez, I shouldn't be sitting next to you, but I approved of your costume because I'm native. Now, if you would have shown up with a coyote skin, we'd have had some words. (laughs) I don't know uh, you, uh, so I don't know you uh, who uh, offended you, who you offended. Apparently, someone didn't like her costume, but screw them. Besides, I don't believe in white witches. It's not a thing. Cha-ching Chavez is the most delicious beer. It's the first time I've tried it. Uh, I hope Saturday was as epic as Friday night because it was. Uh, glad to meet you, Holmberg, and you as well, Brett Aiden. He was awesome. He was very cool to meet. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice to see him. And all the people that showed up were a blast. A blast. 
The costumes were good. Jose showed up Saturday night as the busted up submersible, which I, the the thing that went to look for the Titanic. And Patel Patel there too? Uh, Who? Patel. No, he didn't bring Patel. His wife should have dressed as Patel. (laughs) A box of curry. (laughs) And uh, evidently, the Night of the Singing Dead shows, which uh, were great. We'll do it again next year, I'm sure. Uh, We had a blast doing it. But it wasn't the only show that people are talking about, and this one's on the way. Uh Oh. So, John, let me thank you first off, Chancellor. Uh, for getting me into this. My wife and I went to see Kim Petras in San Francisco. Um, I went to Hate Watch, but by the first song, we were blown away. Uh, she can sing. The visuals, the choreography, and being in San Francisco at Halloween, a bear-heavy crowd. <laughs> we counted a lot of Guy Fieri costumes, which we don't know why they dress like that, but I digress. By the end of the slut-pop segment of the show, I was enthralled. We ran over to the merch booth, dropped 200 bucks on stuff. She puts on a great show. Sings the songs you want to hear. I have so much more I could say about the show, but I don't want to ruin it for you when the Phoenix crowd gets to see her. I look forward to your review of the show and will be disappointed if you don't bring the boys along with you to experience the slut pop in person. Uh, Thanks again for exposing us to the wonderfully slutty generational talent. And yes, that dude has some great cans in person as well, Tyler. That's right, Tyler. And she'll be here in a week, right? Is it uh, this Friday? Might have to go see that one, too. Busy week. World Series, Suns are back. Kim Petras is here. Oh, my God. What a week. Thursday. Is it this Thursday? Yeah. November 2nd. Sweet. Jesus, it's here. Arizona Financial. I start making some phone calls. Looks like, is there two shows? She's doing two shows? That can't be right. I'm looking at Google here. Oh, Thursday, I can't go. The Steelers play Thursday night against the Titans. What the? I do have my first love. Remember first, remember second. And I'm hoping to see Wemben Yama. Wait a minute. She's Wednesday at Arizona Federal Theater. That can't be right. She's doing two shows. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to miss the World Series. I'm going to dig into this. I'm going to miss the World Series on Wednesday. I'm going to Live Nation. We'll be able to go to both. That's right. Series will be over at 8. Yeah. Starts at 8. Well, that's got to be an opening thing, too, right? I, I would think so. I can hoof it from the stadium over to the... AZ Financial Theater. November 2nd, Thursday. Imagine if the Diamondbacks pull off the miracle and go three for three here at home, win the World Series, and you run down the road and watch Kim Petras. That would be pretty awesome. Hands on stage right afterwards. That's a celebration. Sitting there tugging your horn to. What about the first? Yeah. Yeah, how much are tickets going for? They're still available? Section four. That's right up front. That's middle. 59.50. I'm going on that. Row 16. I'm in. I'm in. Let's check out best seats for you. Yeah, get me up close to those Uh, games. You want to be in the pit? 92 bucks, 79. Yeah, it looks like I'm living downtown this week. Man. That's awesome. What a week. Very reasonable. We need to get get her in here for like. I don't think I could take it. (laughs) Yeah, you could. I don't want to get that close. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just uh, take a look at that piece of deal there, man. (laughs) All right. The next thing you know, you're just like, what am I doing? I'm. I'm blowing Kim Petras. Some cans walking in. Uh, oh, you'd be blowing. I don't want to be that close. You don't meet your heroes? Uh, I don't want to. Do not meet your heroes. Do not meet Kim Petras in person. You will probably be like, oh, God. But from a distance, on stage, TV, all that. Sometimes I see pictures of Kim on, uh, you know, the unfiltered stuff. And you're like, oh, 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 I see it. I see everything I need to see. But she's here this week. What a week. What? And maybe I'll wear my heels. <laughs> what a week. A blast. 
And then they got that guy up in Maine. Well, he got himself. Brett, Brett was saying that. Yeah, got a, he, he offed himself and yeah. did that. That's what I'd have done. We were talking about how you hide from a manhunt. You're hoping that that's what would happen, too, because if he's out of his mind or if it was just just scarily yeah. orchestrated where he's of basically a sound mind. He just wanted to do this. Yeah. That's crazy. You're never a sound saying, mind. He can... That, he could live well, off the land. For, you can't combo sound mind in what he did. Yeah, there's no sound mind involved. I don't. I'm I'm happy. No, I, me too. I, you know, I don't care. He did it, and yeah. you're never going to get a straight answer out of it. Nope. So just That's, why drag it along? You can't explain crazy. That's right. why the word crazy exists. It's yeah. out of the norm, and it's never. Ex- ex- I just wonder what he was thinking. He wasn't thinking. He wasn't. The girl, it's, and it's still based on a, a breakup. Yeah. Miss something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. What I'm saying, I mean, you know, yeah, and thank God it didn't go along because you've lived in that area, live in that town. Let him out. Yeah, they got free, but yeah, they found his dead body. It's just good. One more shot. That coward took himself out because that's what those people are. So, all right. Somebody just sent over Matthew Perry as Deadpool. Not yet. (laughs) Holding a jacuzzi in his hand. I get it. I understand the joke. How fast are you guys with the horrible death? Ridiculous. You know, it's almost better, though, that we're embracing death with humor now because of the Internet. Because we don't know how to deal with it. Desensitize so, Yeah, well, desensitize it to something we're all going to do. We should, we should be desensitized to it. It's still super sad, but good Lord. We, uh, the Internet is so quick to just attack. <laughs> it's terrible. And then I feel bad because I'm doing that thing where I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, stop. I'm okay. laughing and I'm miserable. It's That's, like oh my gosh, I'm sending this to somebody. The one the one that I got yesterday where it's this classic scene from Friends where they're moving the couch and Rosh won't stop saying, pivot, pivot. They replace the couch with a coffin. Oh, and it, <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. And it just says pivot. And I'm like, good Lord. He and Joey watching TV, and he's a ghost. And they're like, man, how quick are you guys to do this? It's insanity. There's not much you can do about the evil that is uh, all of the Internet and what you people do. But it's how people deal with stuff. you got to be dark humor gets you through an awful lot of things. An awful lot. Uh, And then you got the Cardinals, which is dark humor in itself. And Kyler Murray's coming back maybe next week, probably the week after. And they are in a now-what situation because they're competitive. They're playing. And they screwed up everybody's uh, the Las Vegas odds yesterday by coming back and covering the spread. This coach might be legit. Oh, I think he's a legit coach. He's got nobody on that team, though. And poor Josh Dobbs about done. Like they've Poor Jada. Yeah, Jada Pinkett can't play anymore. He's all done, so. See, and there's more. You people, I just got to know. Mark, them. Send them oh, over. Well, this is the Schwimmer non-Schwimmer. Oh, okay. It's just, the other one I got was just a picture of Matthew Perry saying, could I be any more dead? <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's, 
Don't take his lines. It's just weird. And nobody did it for Bull. Bull lived a ripe old, uh, to 80 years old. Richard I'm surprised Mull. he was that old, actually. Yeah, me too. I was like, whoa. Yeah. I don't know. There's only two cast members from that show still alive now. From Night, from Night Court? Court? John Larroquette. And uh, Marshall Warfield? No, and, uh, she died. Yeah, she died. The, uh, Harry's gone. Uh, Selma's uh, gone. The who lawyer? Was the, who was the last uh, bailiff? Oh, uh, the, the the big black lady. That's Marsha Warfield. She's still alive? I believe so. I, I saw a picture of it too, the other day. Maybe she is still alive. Because Mac's dead. Marky Post is dead. Yep. Harry's dead. That's <laughs> right. Selma Diamond died during the yeah. show. Yeah. yeah, the night court cast is all gone. It's an old show. That's why. But, uh, yeah. We got a... Yeah, uh, got a, a, a new Halloween costume. Oh, God. How did they do that? <laughs> it's an inflatable hot tub with legs hanging out of it, and it's called the No Friends. Not included no. alcohol, drugs, and friends. <laughs> <laughs> the Matthew Perry. That's from Batman. Stop it. Okay, you make me feel horrible when I laugh at this stuff. And I'm laughing. And then I feel awful about it. I can't live like this with you people. Uh, I had a, you know what was fun about having no phone for a day? I don't know what's going on. And it's a better world. Like I made my, I made my day. I made my day not knowing anything and being stupid. Not so bad. Being stupid to the earth and just being, oh, did Gaza explode? Oh yeah. Forgot for a few hours because I didn't have it constantly in my hand. That's got to be the reason why. We've all lost our corks. I've said that since the beginning, but all these mass shootings and stuff started to really take off once we had connection to everyone. Once we had everything in our hands and the phones, you know, you had Columbine at first. That was just some wackiness. But once we started getting like internet contact, see how it works constantly in touch with the world, constantly. Everybody wants to shoot each other. The more you know, the more angry you are that the world's like. Not at all in your control, and I don't think a lot of people can handle that. I think it has everything to do with having phones and infra- – I've said it, our, our, our bodies – we build computers to mimic the human body and then try to accelerate past it. And you can overload a computer. Our brains are just computers. All this information is too much. we got too much garbage going in, and we can't dump it, and there's like we're all overloaded and, and overheating. We're, we're overheating. We've got – too much information, we can't process it, and we start spitting out stupid. I have no doubt in my mind phones are attached to the reason why we've seen an uptick in all of the stuff that's gone on. There's no way that society survived. They can say drugs and TV and, all sorts and video of games. Categories that the phone's responsible for. Oh, it's everything. But behaviors desensitized to violence on television. If anything, it's worked the other way. Because they said porn was going to make everybody a sex freak. It's made an entire generation sexless. They don't care. You know, they just keep talking about, ah, I'd rather not have sex in movies. More platonic this. They don't like going on dates. They don't, the, the, the whole oversaturation of sex didn't make everybody sex crazed. It made them bored with sex before they even started having it. I think violence is another, yeah, desensitized to it. It doesn't mean you want to do it. It just doesn't mean anything to you. I think constantly hearing about horrible stuff and future is dim and, you know, oh, the World War Three is this, and this is bad, and your generation's not going to make it, and you're all sick, and this is bad, and bullying's on the rise, and you're, you constantly are being told all this stuff. Eventually, you feel helpless, and I think in the wrong hands, helplessness is the big thing. It's a, it's crazy that that's not because one day without my phone, and I was happier than I've been in a long time. 
And it's impossible to just say, I'm going to not have a phone for a day. You, you go and search for it. For little things like, who's still alive on night court? And the next thing, oh, yeah, she's Marsha Warfield's still alive. And then you start scrolling. Oh, geez, everybody in Gaza's dead. But it's even stuff like like here. We can't we can't even get into our emails and stuff without our auth- auth- authorization code code. and all kinds of stuff here without our phone. Right. Right. You have to have right. it with you. Yeah. It's what's nice about the uh, vacations. When you finally go, because part of this it. stuff, I know, but I don't follow as much. When I'm on vacation. Yeah. Well, social media and everything Try else. not to. You can't. Well, I was at uh, Desert Ridge on Saturday. Uh, we did the sound check up on the stage. And outside the stage, the window l- looks at the courtyard out at the mall. And no joke, this was not an event that was going on outside. There were like nine different women of varying ages, somewhere between like 20 and 35, just photographing themselves, leaning on poles. Sitting at a picnic table. And they're all dressed up. Not like super dressed up, but like, you know, kind of a out of a free people magazine. And, you know, kind of the flowing dress. And there's the overhead shot. The one girl's leaning up. She asked somebody to take a picture of herself. And I'm like, wow, that chick really likes her. So then I look over and there's another one doing it. And it's her kid taking pictures of her. And the kid's like nine. And then the kid goes and leans up on the thing and does some <laughs> photos. And I'm like, is everything a photo shoot? These Like everybody is so in invested in themselves that they, they didn't see anything else that was going on enjoyed a beautiful day it was just like how beautiful can i look to myself today and post it it's insanity but i have to have uh, half of my brain sit and think that there's there's a connection to lunacy public shame is a big thing when you break up with somebody everybody knows about it because your ex will either say something on their facebook page or, and then, so this dude in Maine who had the, you know, girlfriend thing go wrong probably lost his mind because it's public information fairly quick that all those pictures of you, you're embar- every breakup's embarrassing because you've been telling your friends, oh, I found this great girl. And then now all, your, me. now all your Facebook pictures, you're, you're being slowly deleted from someone's life, literally, on a, you know, public forum, it's not it's not for the human brain to handle. So this dude up in Maine, I don't know his story, but I all, I know that a lot of these guys that snap are snapping because they're being publicly humiliated and they're not mentally stable to begin with. They can they can go off the you can push people off the deep end easier today than ever before. Ever before. And we don't have the town weirdo. Cuz everybody has to be treated with normalcy now. The weirder you are, the more normal we have to treat you because Otherwise, we're just bullies. Bullying kind of works in a certain area. Shunning people from society works. Persuasion. What? Rather than bullying. Well, it's, it's, it's social behavior. If you're acting so far out of the norm that you're an outcast, you need to be called an outcast. And if that's your goal, okay, good. But when you're pushed out and you're trying to be part of normal, but you're not... You need to be kind of readjusted back in by the normals to say, hey, you're uh, kind of outside. the you're, you're on the fringes here, and people are about to push you out, and you're going to get mad at society because they won't accept you. Yeah, Treating the weirdos like weirdos used to be the thing that made weirdos less weird, unless they were in the post office. Those are the only ones who used to lose it. Oh, and again, why? Overload. Have you ever been in a postal sorting room? Have you ever seen one of those High things? pressure. Dude, it's the Amazon workers. Luckily, they've got computers doing a lot of work for them. We're boiling those guys. They're redlining. In the 80s and 
90s when post office workers started to lose it on the regular? It's because everything was the mail. Their days were horrible. It's never ending. You, you, it's just as... Luckily for them, that's kind of dead. Post office guys are real relaxed now. Most of them are stoners. My mailman's cool as hell. We talk all the time, sit there in the front yard and chat. He seems like he had nothing but time on his hands. <laughs> he used to, like, olden days, he'd be like, I gotta go! God, I wish you just had one box with all your eggs right here. Sick of walking to your house. I'm going to do my route tomorrow. Yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. Sometimes a postman just shows up at 8 at night. What's up? I've been smoking all day. Here's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. Yeah, I, I can't. That dude in Maine, I'm glad he's dead. Yeah. Thrilled he's dead. I hope it hurt. I hope it. I hope he missed a little and bled out and felt every ounce of it. I hope the bullet that he put in himself wasn't a kill shot. I hope animals nibbled on him while he was still alive. I hope it all happened. Because you can't take away what he did. But we got to figure something out. I have a feeling it's something. The phones are definitely involved. Social media is definitely involved. Mental health definitely involved. Yeah, now they want to take the phone out of the hand. You don't need to carry this object anymore. We can just yeah. uh, put it in. Yep. Now more than ever, put we it need in your brain. We need judgment. We've eliminated judgment, and I've always said that whole thing. John Lennon was wrong. Love is not going to fix a thing. We've tried it. It's a bad idea. Judgment and uh, more honesty towards the persuasion of when somebody's acting crazy rather than just going, well, that's just who they are, and you have to let her be her. Let her freak flag fly. No. No more of that garbage. Love is not, I just love you for who you are. Nope, when you're acting like a nutbag, somebody needs to call you a nutbag. We need to do that. That's the problem. It's another nutbag calling another nutbag. Okay, let the nutbags sort it out then. If two nutbags go at it, let those kill each other. Cool, two less nutbags. Sane, clear uh, thinking individuals need to be like, all right, I'm going to risk this. No more. Like, well, everybody has a right. Yes, they do. Everyone has a right to be something, so long as they don't infringe on my happiness. That's part of the rules. And you're starting to infringe on my happiness a little bit. My pursuit of happiness is mine and mine alone and yours too. But once it starts to get in my way, now you're screwing me up. Screwing society up by standing out there being a nutbag. Like I said last week, more long coats, more judgment, and a whole lot less love. Love is not all you need. Love and judgment is what you need. I love you. That's why I'm judging you so loudly. If I didn't love you, I like Lizzo. Everybody wants to embrace Lizzo. If someone who really loved her, cared about her, they'd tell her, you're going to die before you're 45, and you're going to get your feet cut off from the sugars. you got to lose this. I know you're happy with it, but take care of yourself. Someone who loves you actually would tell you that. I don't want you to die. Going out on this sword that you could easily go away from. This isn't anything to be proud of. But we've lost it. Completely. I just want to drink and have fun and goof around and stay out of everybody else's way. I want everyone else to feel the same. All this from 15 hours without a phone. (laughs) It's just like, I'm free again. I'm free from all of it. I don't know what's happening. I watched the Steelers' pathetic offense yesterday. Hated the referees for a little while. Sat on the couch. Watched the Cardinals and Ravens play. No, no, ping, ping. 
ping, ping, going off on my left hand for hours on end. Ding, ding, ding. For, with nonsense and, and all these Matthew Perry things, which, by the way, are very funny. But still, it can wait. But we feel so disconnected. And once I got that phone back in my hand, I'm like, oh, the precious. Stress level. I couldn't handle it. Being a oh. Bears fan, I oh. count on my phone to keep me occupied during the game. Well, that game stunk. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of fun games yesterday. No. A lot of weird stuff going on. But anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, the world has straightened itself. And it is fun to get a group of people. That was the fun thing about uh, Friday and Saturday night. There wasn't politics. There was just a bunch of people with like-minded uh Goals of drinking and laughing and having fun and listening to songs and some jackass on stage dressed as a broad, two of them, in fact, uh, and just let go. And not a single problem until we went downstairs and got back into society with those college morons. It was a group of like-minded individuals that didn't want to argue, fight, beat each other up. We all had drinks. We all had a, a good time. Two nights in a row. That's what we need to do more of. It's crazy. Yeah, this guy says, uh, some people do lose it when they break up. Recently, my wife decided to leave me, uh, and it hurt. It took me a couple of months to heal from it. Uh, it was a mental battle with me because it was my first for everything. It sucks, but you'll get over it. Everything it, you're able to get over. But, you know, Facebook, you got to start explaining to people you haven't talked to, and you're like, so you guys aren't together. What's going on? Well, Steve... Steven said, he says, I had to unfollow all news and political pages on IG. It was depressing. So now IG is just cans and golf. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Cans and golf. What a great band name. Yeah. T-shirt. I'm here for the cans and golf. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And just, that's enough. I just kind of, I'm here for the jokes. I've been saying it for a long time, but that's it. I just, I'm here to laugh. I'm not even interested in all this stuff, but you can't help but kind of follow things because it's definitely going to affect us. Anyway, it's not a very happy time. And then you want to be happy and you turn on something and you're like, oh, geez, there's a bunch of dead baby clothes laying around some hospital and just exploded. I got to turn it. Then you feel like you're a bad citizen for not caring and trying to avoid it or ignore it. Nah, we need less love and we need more judgment. All you need is judgment should be the Beatles song. <laughs> All you need That's is already judgment. built in. Hey, look at that freaky guy. All you need is judgment. It's true. And we do it. We just lie to ourselves and act like we don't. Everybody you see, you judge immediately. It's a yeah. sink or swim. Uh, your brain naturally does that. Like, is this a threat or not? So we judge constantly and we pretend we're better than that. We're not. Live with the reality of what your brain actually does is look at somebody and go, I don't like the looks of this person for whatever reason. And you're not wrong. Because you're just protecting your own interests. Walk around a guy you don't like. I see freaks all the time at that QT over on McDowell and 52nd Street. That place is a madhouse of nutbags. You avoid them. You don't have to say anything. Just think it internally like our grandparents used to do. This guy right It's better that way. Uh, it's 7-12. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? What do you got over there sure. on the big board there? Uh, wake-up song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. And uh, the weather is 
remarkable right now. It's amazing out there. So time to head to trails and uh, get that bike ready to go. You save 10 bucks on your full tune-up over at Action Ride Shop. Just mention KUPD. Plus, they got tons of bikes on sale if you need to get a get a new one. And uh, don't forget, winter is coming. New winter gear is arriving daily. So uh, check for the new gear and markdowns on last year's style. So actionrideshop.com is where you're going to go. And uh, Josh and the boys will hook you up over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Just got an email from a guy that says, I wish Matthew Perry had died another weekend because it's overshadowing my father's passing. He died Friday. <laughs> Matthew Perry overshadows his dad's death. Said, I don't know why he was a fan of your show, uh, but he was since day one. He loved you guys. Uh, he was a man's man who loved drinking and smoking, and he just loved you guys, John. Uh, tell those how you really feel because when it's over, it's over. My family is sad, and I'm like, well, let's get to the will. It starts to smiling. <laughs> Hi, Jacob. Sorry you lost your dad. Uh, we lost a fan. And I can say that I feel bad for you, but I absolutely hope he wasn't one of those ratings monitor people. Because yeah. that really crushes us if one of our guys dies. We don't like that. Larry's going to die if that happens. Oh, my God. Jeez. Uh, on the list, starting things off, REM night swimming for Matthew Perry. Oh, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> It was on the list. You don't look pull. at me. What a deep pull. <laughs> That's one of the saddest songs. Yeah. Oh, uh, everybody hurts. REM went through a time. Yeah. Misfits, Trivium, uh, Static X, Shotgun, Messiah, Clutch, Soil, Metallica, Nonpoint, uh, Ice Nine Kills, Seven Dust. But uh, Static X is in town tonight. Is Static X here tonight? Yeah. Is Seven Dust here tonight? I yeah, that they're, was with, last they're night. with. No, no, it's tonight. Oh, I thought it was yesterday. Mm-mm. Oh, there's still time. Yeah. All right. So maybe Bled for Days? Yeah, let's do a little Bled for Days by Static X. I could have sworn that was yesterday. Now it's the 30th. You're right. Today's. That's today. And today only. Yeah, tonight. Tonight only Seven Dust with Static X. Well, that's a great show. Yeah. That'll be fun. I haven't seen Static X since the new Static X. I've heard they're great. Yeah, I hear that. You know, just crush it. So, it's awesome. All right. Well, cool. Let me get a little Static X in there and knock that silly for your show tonight. A big night. Static Jeez. X and Seven Desk uh, over at the Marquee. And then you got baseball. You can do both. That's the good thing about being a West Coast team. Five o'clock start time for the World Series. That thing should end about 8.30. You roll right over. You'll catch Static X and Seven Dust for sure. Hell of a night. What a Monday. It's going to be a busy week here. I like the World Series more than the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl takes over your whole town for like a week. And it's just a lot of travel and messy, weird stuff and events that go on. World Series just shows up. It's a baseball game. I mean, it's still a big deal, but it's not like the way the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl made me feel like I didn't want to be here. I didn't like the Super I don't like the, the Super Bowl. The city has to prep a lot more for for sure. Yeah, it's like a weird takeover. Of a bunch of people who don't live here acting like they own the place. And it's, it, it's gooey. World Series is just the World Series. It shows up, it gets busy for a little while, and then it ends. And there's not like dinners everywhere and places are closed. And But then you have the people on the other side that, I mean, that wouldn't be baseball fans. We're like, I wish the World Series was one, one game and done. Well, there's yeah, those you are know, non-fans. We don't care yeah. about them. Those are uninteresting people. But yeah, like the, but the way the Super Bowl just envelops your town for for the last ten days before, man, oh man, this city was just all Super Bowl everything. You couldn't go to Scottsdale Super Bowl everywhere, just clogging up restaurants. People show up, people fly in, don't even have tickets to the game just to be around the stuff. Just fill up your city with a bunch of. I guess I'm better look what to I, Philadelphians. I, it's uh, very similar, but look what's happened 
right now with Vegas. It's yeah. you know, in two weeks with that Formula One or the uh, Vegas has takeovers all the time, but Super Bowl in Vegas is going to be uh, uh, intolerable. But that race redesigns yeah. the city. Yeah. yeah, and Vegas is a complete disaster. But at least they have it isolated to a spot that's always crazy. But it's going to be nuts here. That F one thing, but their super that Super Bowl up there is going to be dreadful. It's it, you, you, shoulder to shoulder, assholes and elbows. That's all you're going to do. Can't with. imagine living there. No, <laughs> no, I couldn't normally imagine living there, let alone during one of those things. I don't like like we walked the strip. It's the first time I've been on the strip in years. And Brady and I walked over to the MGM together. I was like, I hate this. Like it's all the it's all the poor people wandering around begging for stuff that don't know how Vegas works. Going to the Taco Bell and the uh, like you got Taco Bells where you're from. I don't care where you're from. You've got one of those. This one's no different. It's the same tacos inside, only probably dirtier. A lot of weed in the air. Oh, it's gross. It's strange. Yeah, and the weed thing is just everywhere. But that's Man, just I'm all right. That was heavy. Oh, it's strong. Go to L.A. L.A. is worse than that. L.A. is ten times worse. I couldn't believe how. And they allow smoking in inside stuff. So that now everything smells like weed. But I'm willing to go back. To Vegas? Yes. Oh, I'll pick my weekends. <laughs> I still like one. I like the ones I pick. I'm like this is a good one. Yeah. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 